thank you for, for, for the opportunity. Go back and clean the document, Ngema. This committee, as you know, it will want that document cleaned so that we know uh, what we are working on and let, let us get the information back right on time. Members, can we then agree that uh, we'll then start with uh, item number two? Item number one is not um, a Item number two is a consideration of committee report on the National Road Traffic Amendment Bill. Chair, just for clarity on that, the committee can only report on the bill after the close by closed uh, deliberations has been concluded. So that one will also stand over until um, the next meeting on the bill. Okay. Valeria, making our job very easy today and very difficult. Okay. Can we then now go to item number one of the day? Because the two items have uh, been taken off our agenda. The briefing by the Department of Transport on its 2021-2022 fourth quarter expenditure. And uh, the minister had just um, said what the department wanted to say in terms of the political head, and we're at the point where Mr. Makaipea was given a platform as the acting acting director general of the Department of Transport. Dr. Makaipe. Uh, good morning, Chair. And good morning to honorable members. Uh, like I've been introduced, my name is Mwako uh, Makaipea. I'm the acting Director General uh, Chair. I don't have two actings on the letter, it's only one. Uh, with us in the meeting, Chair, we are uh, here. Acting, acting, because the, the person whose seat is acting himself. But it's okay, I hear what you are saying on that letter. Yes, thanks, uh, Honorable Chair and Honorable Members. We will be presenting as the department the our quarter four performance report together with with its financials and then in the meeting uh, chair and honorable members we have uh, the executive of the department uh, representing various branches uh, including the cfo the ddgs for all modes of of transport uh, public transport uh, maritime aviation uh, to be able to deal with some of the issues that we'll be able to assist. Uh, Chair, and I see the minister is still in the meeting, and good morning to the Honorable Minister. We will be presenting the quarter, uh, fourth uh, quarter performance report with the time frame, which is uh, January 2022, 
uh, to March 2022, looking at the reporting elements. Just at the high level chair to then say we had uh, the department 56 targets uh, that do, uh, for that particular quarter, and we have since uh, achieved uh, 53 of those. We have missed three targets, which really translate into uh, 95%, as the ministers alluded to, into the opening re uh, remarks. The, the targets that we have missed are, are really covering three modes of transport, which is integrated transport planning, uh, rail transport, and maritime transport. And we'll therefore deal in detail with, the, with those issues in terms of what are the issues, what the targets that we have missed. And lastly, the financial element in terms of the expenditure for that particular report so that we can be able to then explain uh, to, to the honorable members. The key challenge which the ministers alluded to is really how do we then translate this performance uh, moving forward towards a minimum impact that will be felt on the ground in terms of a, a key service delivery. And those are our key efforts of how do we want to translate moving on in the next financial year. I'll then end over to uh, our chief director of strategic planning, Dadera Manzi, who then uh, take us through the highlights on the performance at the strategic level, and then the CFO will then deal with uh, the financial element in terms of expenditure and the issues that have been identified there, as alluded by the uh, minister in the opening remarks, and give more details. We'll then take guidance, uh, questions and clarity with guidance from the chair. Over to you, Dr. Ramanzi. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Acting DG, and uh, good morning to the chairperson and members. Good morning to the minister, and good morning to the members. Um, I will just go through the presentation, and I'll consider it as read. Just point out on the key issues that um, we want to bring to the attention of the of the of the committee. Chairperson, um, I thought the rules of my, my apologies, Chairperson. I, I should have asked um, that uh, I be allowed to switch off the camera just to save my broadband. Uh, my apologies, Chairperson. Even if you don't have your tie on, it's okay. We can say you are saving your broadband. It's okay. My apologies, Chairperson. Thank you. Um, uh, uh, Chairperson, the, the, the issues that we want to bring to the attention of the uh, uh, some of the issues that are that that have um, un unfolded in our performance in terms of our, our monitoring and uh, uh, evaluation exercise, um, we have set ourselves a target to respond to um, parliamentary questions 100 uh, percent, and these are medium-term targets. So on an annual basis, we will look at how we perform and also look at areas where we can improve in terms of our internal controls to. To, 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 to make sure that we, we meet 100% compliance. The overall response rate for the period under review for both uh, National Assembly and NCOP questions uh, is at um, 97%. And uh, that 3% is mainly on the issues of, um, um, of, of, of uh, externalities uh, based on the responses that we need to receive a secondary information from our our entities and from provinces in some in some areas, and also to ensure that we verify the information before we submit it to to Parliament. We'll be improving on our internal controls to ensure that um, our communications engagements with those 
um, with, with our entities and provinces is improved in this regard. But currently, we are, our response rate is at 97% for the two, for the two uh, houses of, of parliament. Um, um, uh, uh, Chairperson, on the, on the issue around, um, on, on the issue on uh, um, a, a vacant positions, yeah, for quarter four, we have 14 vacant positions that have been filled. And this brings to total um, 61 positions that were filled for the 21-22 financial year. And um, our target for the financial year was 50, was 50 and we have overperformed. And this needs to result in us seeing our vacancy rate going forward. Um, uh, we will come back with our annual uh, report uh, after the information has been ascertained. Uh, but uh, safe to say that um, we, we, the, our turnover rate in the department um, is also it will impact on the on the vacancy rate that we anticipate um, uh, that, that um, we need to reach a target of 10% and below uh, as per the standards of government. Uh, so we are working hard to make sure that uh, vacancies are filled in this regard. In terms of training, chair. Um, we in the quarter under review, um, we tend we, we trained about 15% of the establishment with the headcount of about 91. But the total training interventions that were coordinated uh, were, 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 were 103. Uh, from that number, uh, 38 were males, um, uh, 57 uh, beneficiaries were female, and 36 beneficiaries were youth, and only one person with disability. That was trained during the, the quarter under review. The Bazarus Management Department are 174, and we had a total of um, 68 interns as at the start of the financial year, 18 interns in the public transport branch and the place at the various municipalities. And then we had 50 interns that were then placed uh, uh, within the department uh, across branches in, inside the DOT. Six of those interns have since exited the, 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 the program. To, to take up permanent employment, yeah, both in the public sector and the and the and the and the, and the private sector. Chair, with regard to the action plans to address audit findings um, uh, for the 1920 financial year, in terms of the previous audit that was done, um, the Auditor General's Office, in terms of our management letter, we had 25 findings uh, altogether uh, during the the through the action plans. We managed to resolve 20 findings. And we've got out five uh, uh, findings that are still outstanding. However, they are receiving adequate attention. And um, with regard to our internal audit report, we had a total of 30 findings. Uh, 24 of those findings have been successfully completed, leaving six that are still outstanding and um, uh, that are receiving adequate attention at the, at the moment. Um, with regard to the governance indicators that the minister alluded to, um, uh, in this current financial year, we had, in terms of the fruitless and wasteful expenditure, we had nine new cases, and all the nine cases were related to no-shows uh, as a result of, of travel in the department. Out of the nine cases, one case amounting to around 3,000 was written off, and however, eight cases amounting to over 15,000 were transferred to debt as part of our consequence management. Now, what we are doing in this regard, Chair, we've got a, 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 a target, a medium-term target to eliminate all forms of fruitless and wasteful expenditure. That is by the end of March 2025. On a, on a yearly basis, we will be reporting on the progress um, and also highlighting what the, 
what the, uh, the internal controls that we are beefing up are. As at the end of 31 March, the department had 47 cases. Uh, some of them are historical and uh, with the total value of 68. Um, 68. That is after the, the, the nine cases had been, had been dealt with. With regard to irregular expenditure, chair, uh, no irregular expenditure has been incurred by the department for the period 2021-22. Um, However, we have highlighted that there are eight cases that are currently under assessment, and uh, we have, uh, anticipate that uh, by the end of the audit process, uh, uh, there will be finality around um, um, uh, um, uh, the, these cases that are currently under assessment. The compliance to the 30-day payment requirement, Chair, um, we had about 33 invoices that were not paid within 33, uh, 30 days. And at, um, what, in terms of our controls, what we have picked up it's uh, the issue around uh, delegations. And that's the internal control that we will be focusing on to ensure that we meet the compliance 100%. So the delegations in terms of payments, but however, we need to be very careful, Chair, that um, the delegations are also, uh, are also, are also tight um, because uh, payment of invoices is at the, uh, at the end of a, uh, of, of a procurement value chain. So we, we will not just... Um, a delegate, uh, but we need to tighten the delegation so that the, the, the officials that are delegated to effect these payments are the relevant ones that will take uh, responsibility for the payments that are going forward. Uh, Chair, with regard to the to, to program two, um, the issue around the district development model, I think uh, in the current financial year, our involvement and our participations in, 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 in the DDM was to ensure that um, the development of one plans in all the 52 district municipalities. Um, talk to the transport commitments that should be in the in the one plans. Um, we ha we have done that, and um, and uh, I think from this uh, the new financial year going forward, we will ensure that 80% um, of transport commitments in the one plans of all the the, the, the district municipalities, all the 52 district municipalities are then implemented are achieved. I think going forward, we should still, we, we should now look at service delivery and ensure that um, uh, the, what are transport commitments in these one plans are then, are then um, uh, implemented. Chair, with regard to the freight migration plan, which is very important, um, I think we, 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 we have developed a base, baseline draft um, and, 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 and that is derived from the approved rate freight my, my, uh, strategy. Our target is to move 10% of rail-friendly cargo from road to rail. Um, however, Chair, the, 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 the experience over the last two years have shown that um, um, we, we, we need to tighten this particular, this particular project. Um, to that regard, uh, the, the, the baseline draft should be improved in consultation with Department of Public Enterprises and also with Transnet. Um, uh, to address issues that are on the critical path. Um, uh, the readiness of infrastructure, as alluded to by the minister, uh, determination of these commodities that um, can be moved through rail, uh, the conditions of these commodities, and also the quantities that could be moved um, uh, uh, from, from road to rail. So we, we, will be, we are in, in consultation with, uh, with, um, with, 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 with DPE and Transnet to ensure that um, we meet our target within the, the medium term. What we, where we have not met our target, Chair, it's on the regulations of the autonomous vehicle technology. Um, uh, in the current financial year, a lot of work have done, uh, culminating in 
a comprehensive recommendation report um, that will then uh, assist um, uh, our road um, uh, transport counterparts to, to, to address the legislative and regulatory gaps um, uh, in, the, in the legislations that we have to ensure that we accommodate autonomous vehicle technology going forward. In the rail transport branch, the PSP framework and the HSR framework have um, undergone all the, uh, um, uh, the stakeholder consultation processes, including um, at, um, at our, our clusters, and they are both now um, just uh, at administrative level within the department to ensure that um, uh, the minister is comfortable and then he can then uh, submit them to, to, to cabinet. Where we have not met our target in the rail space share, we are targeted to have the rail bill submitted to cabinet in this financial year. However, the process of the rail bill was halted as uh, it was, uh, there was a dependency in the space. We needed to ensure first that the, the white paper on the national rail policy um, uh, uh, goes through approval by cabinet. We are, we are happy to, to confirm that uh, the rail policy has been approved by cabinet in March 2022, thus paving a way for the rail bill uh, to go through uh, all its uh, uh, consultation stages. And, uh, and, and then within this new financial year, we, we should be taking it to, to, to cabinet chair. In the road transport space, uh, Chair, um, uh, very quickly, um, the draft road uh, infrastructure funding uh, policy, we have, we have, uh, we have uh, finalized that. And uh, in this new financial year, we'll be looking at um, uh, taking the policy to, 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 to cabinet. And uh, with regard to the Sihamba Sonke uh, Provincial Road Maintenance Program, these are the figures that have been um, uh, uh, reported um, in terms of resealing, regraveling, patching, blading, uh, rehabilitation, and also upgrading of gravel roads to, to, to surface roads. Uh, job creation in this space has been optimal. We're reporting around uh, 310,000 jobs um, in the PRM uh, Sihamba Sonke. 76, over 76,000 of these jobs were full-time equivalents. The youth that benefited from the program are over 89,000 with 196,000 being um, women and then 1,489 persons with disabilities being employed in this space. Um, Chair, on the issue of the national anti-fraud and corruption strategy, our target was to take this strategy for the road traffic environment uh, uh, space. We needed to take this strategy to to, to cabinet, but um, we had reported since quarter two that there was a change of scope on this one, that there was already a national anti-fraud and corruption strategy that was approved by, uh, by cabinet. So the change of scope is that we then need to include in that approved um, strategy, a chapter that talks to the fraud and corruption, anti-fraud and corruption interventions in the road traffic environment. And this is the the work that we'll be doing in this current new financial year going uh, forward, Chair. In the space of civil aviation, Chair, uh, we are happy to announce that the first batch of the ARPAS regulations have been, have been approved. And um, in this new financial year, we'll be taking the second and last batch of the regulations so that it can also assist us with um, uh, our target to reduce uh, fatal accidents uh, in general aviation, Chairperson. Um, also, with regard to the state of aviation safety, uh, we have observed um, that um, the number of fatal accidents have decreased um, um, when compared to the previous financial year. We have uh, recorded a total of 12 fatal accidents, uh, um, which indicates a decrease of four compared to 
the, the, the period um, 1 April 2021 to uh, 30, 31 uh, uh, March 2022, as compared to the previous financial year in 20, 2021. Um, 17 community fatalities were reported, uh, the decrease of six fatalities, and um, uh, the concern is only around the issue of the accidents themselves. Um, we have recorded 161 accidents, uh, which is an increase of 64 when compared to the same period um, uh, last, uh, last year. I think our, our job is cut out in ensuring that as much as the fatal accidents and the cumulative fatalities have decreased, we need now to work on the, on the, on the, on the accidents to ensure that they also uh, decrease in the, uh, uh, going forward. In the maritime space, Chair, very quickly, um, the Maritime Development Fund bill, uh, it's, it's ready for, 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 for submission to cabinet. It's still with the minister for, for, for just um, uh, concurrence. Uh, in terms of corporatization, um, uh, we have already reported that uh, the corporatization was pronounced by the president. Um, a DPE gazetted um, the, the, that the, the, the subsidiary uh, as the National Ports Authority SOC Limited. And um, uh, on the 13th of October, um, the DPS called for uh, nominations to establish the TNPA, the TNPA board. So that's the progress in terms of of, the, of making sure that the cooperation process is um, is done to to its full um, uh, requirement. Um, Chair, with regard to the maritime fatality rate, um, uh, uh, you, you will see that um, there's been increase in fatality uh, fatality incidents and also in the recorded fatalities uh, due to capsizing vessels, which is a concern on that space because our our target is to ensure that um, the maritime safety is 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 ensured at all times. Um, so, uh, what, where we have not met that target in maritime, it's with regard to the merchant shipping bill. The merchant shipping bill, um, what, uh, we were targeting to have it um, submitted to cabinet as our final, as as as, uh, as our as our annual target. In quarter four, um, we were supposed to go to S8. Uh, we would not go to S8. We go. We went to S8 early um, in quarter one of this new financial year because of its uh, international uh, um, uh, um, uh, elements. We, we uh, S8 approved it uh, and then uh, still recommended that it goes to the ICTS cluster. So we'll go to the ICTS cluster again in quarter one and ensure that um, latest by the, by, the, by the beginning of quarter two, then we, 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 we ready it for minister's concurrence for submission to, 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 to cabinet. On the public transport space chair, um, we, we, we are reporting that seven cities uh, have already uh, are operational and they are working towards expanding uh, current services. Uh, there are th three cities that are working to launch uh, their services. Uh, that will now bring uh, the, the number to 10. These, the, the cities are Mangawu, Rustenbeck, and Etepini, and we, we're working at length to ensure that um, they, they, they launch their new services and they start operating in this current financial year. Um, the passenger trips um, uh, moved by the seven operating cities now stands at 117. Um, 1,305. Uh, very quickly, in terms of operations, operational hours of BRTs, currently we are reporting between 15 and 19 hours. And, uh, and uh, going forward, based on demand um, uh, for, the MT, for the MTSF, we are targeted 20 hours. Uh, but where the demand is for 24 hours, we will need to, 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 to ensure that we meet the demands of, 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 um, of, our, of our passengers. 
Chair, with regard to the taxi recap, in quarter four, only additional 689 old taxi vehicles were scrapped. The total for the year stands at uh, 2,234. Uh, obviously, there are um, radical uh, interventions that we are bringing in the space, in, in, including uh, introducing a cut-off date uh, to ensure that operators can submit their, their old taxi vehicles. And also, we are running a number of awareness campaigns in various provinces to ensure that um, we don't only um, uh, um, uh, look at the uh, 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 adhere to the to the to the uh, demand-driven exercise of this of this, but we also push so that um, the, the the old taxi vehicles can be scrapped by the by the by the operators themselves. Um, in terms of the Shoba Kalula bicycle program, in this quarter four only, we have distributed two thousand seven hundred and seventeen. Uh, bicycles in Limpopo, Guazul Natal, and Eastern Cape. Uh, the total for the financial year was 11,349. And um, we, we, we will still intensify distribution of, of bicycles in, in rural uh, district municipalities and the where the demand is also is also highlighted by the by the different uh, uh, provinces. Very quickly on the on the um, some of the consolidated indicators that are reported uh, through our entities and our provinces. Uh, in terms of the um, uh, rolling stock fleet renewal program, um, we had targeted to, 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 to deliver 35 new train sets. Um, 33 new train sets have been provisionally accepted for delivery in the current financial year. We can also report that six additional train sets uh, have been completed just awaiting treatment of, of one or two of, of two parts. And um, and uh, and once those those parts have been uh, fitted, we 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 will see an increase in this in this figure. The the number of stations modernized. Um, obviously, for the for the financial year under review, the focus was on the on the central line in um, in Cape Town that still continued to be to be impacted by the encroachment on the rail reserves. Um, however, um, the 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 recovery process is gaining momentum, and we will be recovering that line in phases. Uh, while we work to to to, to relocate those who are, who have encroached onto the rail reserves on the on the Mabopane line, which was another focus area, at one point we closed it um, for for repairs, and uh, we have now uh, resumed uh, limited services on the line uh, uh, going forward. So those are the, the the two that we we had to report for the for the financial year. The number of jobs created a bit low um, in the in this in this program, one thousand three hundred and forty seven jobs created. Uh, one 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 thousand one hundred and eighty-eight of those jobs uh, through the Gibela train manufacturing uh, contracts, and hundred and fifty-nine uh, jobs through the signaling program. Um, in terms of the full-time equivalents, we are reporting zero, but uh, there is a partnership that Gibela has with various institutions of, of learning. Two hundred and ten bursaries were awarded um, in in various learning institutions. Uh, the youth that benefited from this from the from the Prasa Capex eight hundred and nine. 414 women were also employed and 15 uh, persons with disabilities in that regard. Um, um, Chair, the, on the road space, um, the issues around um, the, 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 the road regulations, um, and transport regulations, uh, safety and compliance, these are the numbers that we are, we are reporting with regard to number of road users reached and the number of schools involved in road safety education. And you also can see uh, in terms of law enforcement, the number of speed operations, uh, vehicles weight, drunken driving, and vehicles stopped and checks. That those are the numbers that we are uh, reporting uh, preliminary at this stage. Uh, remember, this is the area that is concurrent, and we are also 
and uh, um, these, these numbers will also be subjected to, to an audit uh, at both RTMC and also at uh, various provinces. And when we come back for the, for the annual report, we will then report our final information in this regard. With regard to Sandral, um, the 22,262 kilometers of the network exposed to routine maintenance, uh, around 93 kilometers um, of roads, um, national roads were upgraded, and uh, around 493 kilometers of roads were resurfaced. Um, the jobs created in the space, all the jobs created by Sandal are full-time equivalents, and those were 8,906. Um, 4,339 4, youth benefited, 2,406 females, and 61 persons with disabilities also benefited from the Sandral infrastructure project. Um, uh, these are Siamba Songke, um, uh, kilometers of gravel roads uh, upgraded. Uh, we are reporting only 217, and the uh, kilometers of surface roads rehabilitated, over 5 million square meters, and over 4 million square meters of um, surface roads were resealed. And the uh, re graveling of gravel roads, we're reporting 4,964 kilometers, and over 1.3 million of, uh, meters, uh, square meters of roads were patched, and um, uh, 322 kilometers of gravel roads were also were also bladed. Um, With regard to job creation, we had highlighted the, the jobs created through this uh, this program um, in the in the slides above. Um, and uh, in terms of the AXA, uh, CAPEX, uh, the number of jobs that have been supported through that the, the, the CAPEX program of AXA, it's at 16,378, which is um, a bit of an underachievement uh, as per the annual target of 18,400. 405. Just to highlight that um, AXA is finding its feet um, after it, it was heavily impacted by, by, by COVID-19 in the previous year. The, we have reported the, the approval of the, the first batch of the ARPAS regulations and that the new, the other uh, batch will, will be prioritizing this financial year. We have also talked to the issues around the fatalities and also on the maritime sites. And these are the numbers from the PTOG that have been reported um, uh, to the department from the provinces for the for the year, financial year 2021-22. Responses to COVID chair, um, the budget was uh, around 1 million uh, total expenditure for the financial year in terms of, um, of, of our, our intervention, internal interventions to COVID, 858,464 uh, um, uh, um, uh, that, that, that has been recorded for the financial year. And we have also attached as part of the requirement uh, detailed reports on the implementation of the of the cities that are not um, complying with the with with, with PTNG as a DORA framework, and also um, on the implementation of the scholar transport um, uh, policy for the quarter four financial year. Uh, previously in quarter three, we had uh, given um, the the committee quarter one, two, and three, and then we're just finalizing with quarter four so that uh, uh, in the next financial year we will then continue to provide this additional reporting requirement. Chair, at the stage through uh, um, your indulgence, I can then uh, ask the CFO to take uh, the committee through the, the expenditure report. Thank you. Um, thank you, uh, Mr. Busa Ramanzi, CFO. Are you here with us? Sir? Yes. Uh, Thanks, uh, Honorable Chairperson, and greetings to the Honorable Minister, the Honorable DM, and Honorable Members of the Portfolio Committee. I will be taking uh, the committee through the 
quarter four expenditure report, which will be as follows. We'll touch first the expenditure pay program. Then we'll go to the expenditure pay economic classification. I'll also present to the committee the transfers and subsidies. Then finally, I'll, I'll present to the committee the environment and rollover that the department have uh, uh, implemented in the fourth quarter. Thank you, Chairperson. The next slide is a slide that shows at, uh, at a high level uh, the schedule of our expenditure at the, at the end of the fourth quarter. You can see that uh, the budget was the uh, final appropriation was 65.4 billion, and the department was a uh, able to spend uh, 64.9 billion then there is an underspending of a uh, 530 million which uh, translate in the, the department spending a uh, 99% of the allocated budget i will be taking the committee through per program as to the reason for the under expenditure and i will start with the uh, administration branch Next slide, please, where we are indicating that the reason for the under expenditure, first one is the compensation of employees uh, due to the vacant post that is still existing at that particular point of time. Then another contributing factor is on the goods and services. And these are made up of projects such as the automation tool for internal audit, the slow spending on the document management solution, the termination of the track project at the University of Stellenbosch, as well as training and development due to less training. Furthermore, there was less traveling and subsistence due to less traveling to venues and facilities as most gathering chairperson uh, were done uh, on virtual platforms. Then on transfers and subsidies in this branch, the underspending is uh, due to lack of intake of students in the universities on bursaries to uh, non-employees for the department. We also have an underspending on the machinery and equipment, and this is as a result of the procurement of bulk laptops where approval was granted. However, the appointed service providers had delays uh, in procuring a, a laptop because there was a global uh, laptop shortage due to COVID because most of the manufacturing plants were closed uh, during the COVID. However, we have requested a rollover to finalize this project and, and also the project on hardware and refresh and switches has been delayed and have been deferred to the new financial year. When I go to the branch, uh, I integrated transport planning. Also, similarly, the underspending is on compensation of employee. And then uh, furthermore, in this particular branch, the underspending was caused by the internal capacity that was utilized for other projects where we did not appoint uh, consultants to do those particular projects, such as the automation. Uh, autonomous vehicle regulation, regional corridor strategy, and freight transport model. 
was was deferred to the new financial year. Then I want to proceed, Chairperson, to the rail transport, where we have also have got an understanding in this branch. It is mainly on the goods and services, and this is mainly on the project for the appointment for the housing development agency, which uh, is supposed to to do work on behalf of Prasa in the removal of or re, 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 relocation of, of the people who have occupied the railway reserve in the central line. Uh, in this regard, because the agreement was signed late, the department has requested a rollover for, of the funds so that these uh, funds can be available in the new financial year to conclude uh, and assist with the relocation of those particular uh, 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 people who have occupied the railway reserve. Other factors contributing to understanding included projects such as the Rail Economic Regulator and the National Rail Bill, which is still at the consultation stages, as well as uh, some other operational costs. Then when we go to the road transport, we also see underspending on goods and services. And this is on project like the program development for the Sambasonge, the development of the road disaster management plan, the road asset management, which were deferred to the new financial year, as well as some other projects. In the road transport, we have also underspending on the transfers and subsidies and due to is the non-payment for the road for to the RTA for the rollout of the RTO rollout as a result of the court judgment uh, that uh, that does not allow other processes to unfold. Funds have been declared as savings uh, until the court uh, judgment and issues are resolved. Then we move to civil aviation where. There we also have underspending on compensation of employees and then on goods and services. There's also underspending and it is because of the less uh, than anticipated spending on the watchkeeping services project, the delays in projects such as the National Aviation Transformation Strategy, the correction factor, AXA and ATN, as well as less spending on, on travel and subsistence. On transfers and subsidies in this instance is due to the saving realized on foreign membership fees as well as uh, non-profit institutions. Then I want to proceed to the maritime transport. In the next slide. Next slide, please. Musa, yes, thank you. On the maritime transport, uh, here we've got an underspending on goods and services and is the contributing factors is the feasibility study on the tugboat services, the automated vessel clearance, the marine court of inquiry, which will be deferred to the coming financial year. And also included in the underspending is the International Maritime Organization World Maritime Parallel Event, which was, uh, which was suspended as a result of COVID-19. 
And furthermore, the less than anticipated expenditure on the oil pollution prevention project. In this branch, we also internal capacity was utilized for some of the projects such as the review of the merchant shipping, as well as the development of the maritime transport policy and legislation. Finally, I move to the public transport where the underspending is on the goods and services, is on the projects such as the public transport, public transport grant monitoring, also public transport safety plan, implementation of IPTNs in district municipalities, as well as the national land transport information systems upgrade, as well as other projects. We also have an underspending on transfers due to less intake on the tax recapitalization project. The tax scraping project is a, a demand driven, wherein qualifying taxi operators decide when and how they will deliver their old taxi vehicles for scraping. Some of the identified vehicles were precluded due to the lack of valid operating licenses. However, the department is proposing that the cutoff date be proclaimed in order to encourage and force the taxi operators to deliver their qualifying old taxis for scraping. We also have a direct a savings on the direct charges, which have been realized on the membership fees to the International Oil Pollution Compensation Fund. In this instance, payments were processed as agreed with the International Oil Pollution Compensation Fund governing bodies for the year under review. Then we go to the expenditure per economic classification. Here, Honorable Chair and members, you can see compensation of employees. The allocation was 542 million. We spent for 479 million. And then the underspending there is 63 million. And the, in terms of the amount spent for the year, we were only able to spend 88% of the funds allocated for compensation of employees. On goods and services, we had a final appropriation of 749 million. We were able to spend 558 million and we have got an underspending of 191 million. The expenditure for the year translates only into 74% of, of the amount allocated for goods and services. Then, uh, Interest on land, it was expense as indicated and transfer, transfers and subsidies. The underspending there is uh, 233 million. On machinery and equipment, only able to spend 5.2 million with an underspending of 34 million. Uh, and then uh, in, this translates only into spending 13% of the allocated budget. Building and other st structures, 38 million. Uh, payment for financial assets, 142,000. And then uh, the total budget appropriated was 65 
as indicated in the first slide when I presented the financial report and we spent 64.9, which translate in that the department was able to spend 99% of the budget. The reason in terms of uh, the spending I've already indicated, I'll just touch on the compensation of employees that uh, in terms of the annual performance plan target was to fill 50 vacant posts in the current financial year and a total of 61 posts were filled at the end of the financial year. It should be noted that most of the posts were filled during, during this financial year were through through internal promotions, and, and this including the recorded resignations, retirements, and transfers to other departments and, and elsewhere. And this contributed to the underspending on the compensation of employees. I want to move to the transfers and subsidies uh, section where the underspending is mainly on the slow spending on the tax recapitalization project. And also the Artia, which was due to the court judgment that uh, did not uh, allow other processes to unfold. And, and the funds I indicated that they've been declared uh, uh, savings and also savings on bazaaries and foreign membership, uh, as well as nonprofit organization. On machinery and equipment, this is due to the delays with regards to the delivery due to the global laptop shortage and a rollover have been requested to address the backlog in the current financial year. Then I proceed to the transfers and subsidies, Chairperson. The, the table, uh, next slide, please. Slide 81, where you can see that the transfers and subsidies, if we look at the conditional grants, is clear that all the amount allocated to the provinces have been transferred. As you can see that for the provincial road maintenance grant, the public transport operating grant, the public transport network grant, and the rural road asset management grant. Our public uh, uh, corporations, which is our entities, PRASA, you can see the members 16 billion have been allocated and it was transferred. And we also have the yeah, Sunral yeah, and all the other entities, except for uh, Ardea, as I indicated previously, that the saving of 64 uh, million is due to the court judgment that did not allow other processes to unfold. And I proceed with the other transfers where uh, slide 82, where we can see the first item there, the taxi scraping, sitting with an underspending of 156 million. And this is uh, for the uh, fact that is demand driven and the department have come up with a plan to uh, encourage the taking up of the scraping uh, opportunity. On the bazaaries, uh, 2.7 underspending and this uh, due to the leg intake by the by the non non employees of the department and finally the international organization a savings of 9.6 million which is a 
foreign membership due to less fees paid in the current financial year. Then the next slide, Chairperson and members will indicate per province how our province have been performing to date. And, and you can see that in terms of the final allocation, 11.9 billion was uh, allocated to the provinces for the road maintenance grant and 11.9 billion was uh, transferred by the end of quarter four, 11.1 billion was spent and the, the savings amount to 773 uh, million. This spending indicated 94% of the allocated budget chairperson and members. The next slide shows us the public transport operating grant where the allocation was 7.1 billion and all the amount was transferred to the all the uh, provinces. And the, by the end of March, the provinces were able to spend 6.6 .6 billion with an underspending of uh, 450 million. Here, the spending translates uh, into 94% of the amount transferred to the provinces. Then if we go to the cities, the public transport network grant, here I, uh, I also want to indicate that there will be a mismatch because of the financial year end of the municipalities is, is in at the end of June, whereas it means uh, the figures we are seeing is in terms of their timeline and fiscal year, it will be nine months. So but however, we were able to transfer all the allocated uh, 5.1 billion and by the end of the nine months on their side, uh, they were able to spend uh, 3.1 billion, which translate into 61% of the amount allocated to uh, the for the public transport network grant. Then I indicated that uh, there was a, a environment, next slide please, that the department have processed in the last quarter and it was uh, implemented in the following uh, where administration, we reduced 404 million and uh, ITP 7 million, rail transport 10 million, road transport uh, 605,000, civil aviation 31 million, maritime 7 million, public transport 44 million. All this uh, total environment process is uh, 101 million. So, a total amount have been shifted from goods and services across all the programs as follows. Uh, 61.4 million was to fund the interest uh, as a result of the long process of the court proceeding in the matter of Ndoram joint venture for the refurbish refurbishment of the Tata Airport. Just to strict take to the members briefly on this particular one was that uh, the department was uh, uh, involved in the upgrading of the Umtata airport in the earlier years around 2012-2013 where uh, the department 
as well as the Department of Defense, National Treasury, the Provincial Department, and AXA were involved in this particular project. And as the project was uh, completed, uh, there was issues with the final invoice amount, which the department could not pay. However, the Durham, the Durham, the Durham uh, company uh, took the department to court and the matter took long and it was only resolved in, the, uh, uh, in 2021 where the high court in, in Umtata uh, concluded that the department need to settle the amount including interest. So that particular 61.4 million is the interest that was charged on the on the original amount of the of 88 million. Uh, you can imagine from the year 2015 up until uh, uh, November 2021. Furthermore, there's also a 1.7 million to fund transfers for the payment of vehicle licenses under provinces and municipalities, as well as transfer to household for officials who have resigned and some officials who have went on retirement uh, that could not have not been anticipated. We, as indicated, we paid 8.4 million to fund the building and uh, other fixtures in relation to the upgrade of the Tata Airport. And finally, 142,000 to fund debt written of uh, travel and subsistence due to no shows as well as a uh, uh, damages to vehicles that have been rent, uh, hired by the Department of Officials. And we also, as I indicated, that uh, uh, the department together with PRASA are in the next slide where we're talking about the rollover. Uh, the SLA was, uh, was signed and could not be implemented on time as a result of other issues then we had to request a rollover for 27 million so that we can be able to support the, the removal of the people who have settled in the, in the rail reserve along the central line. Thank you, Chairperson. That is the presentation. Thank you. I know you would have wanted that Koto Matala. Me to say that was a a marathon, and let me tell you, that was just a 10-kilometer race. Thank you very much for the presentation. Um, honorable members, here is the state of affairs for fourth quarter expenditure. Let me see hands. Who wants to say something? I can see Honorable Lawrence McDonald's hand. Any other hand? Let's take the hand. Uh, Honorable McD. Um, good morning, Chairperson. Uh, um, good morning to the Minister, Deputy Minister, if they are still here. Uh, the department officials. Um, Chairperson, um, I welcome the presentation of the department, although there are still some uh, gaps between 
money spent and service delivery, it's starting to move in the right direction. Um, I do have a concern on the payments towards Rustenburg and uh, Mongong. I see that 472 million was spent to Mongong, 107 million to 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 Rustenburg, and Jefferson. Um, at some other stage, uh, the money that we are spending um, on on the IPTN uh, the, the must relate to services on the ground. And the, the total spend of, of, of these two projects is reaching to the billions. And I think um, uh, as a department, they need to investigate, are we getting value for money? Because we can't continue spending money. But when we go to the ground, there are no services currently uh, running and, and all limited services, and it's affecting the poorest of the poor because they are dependent on the IPTNs, Jefferson. Jefferson, and I don't want to waste too much money, time, and uh, because time is money. Um, I also wanted to say that um, there must be uh, more, more checks and balances in the scholar transport. Um, there's been a lot of accidents recently where children has, uh, has passed on. Um, will be where the, the, the vehicles that were used for scholar transport were, were um, unroadworthy and, um, and not sufficient for the children. And I think this, uh, the, the, the department needs to, 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 to move some of its budget into um, oversight on, on, on those. And then on the aviation, Jefferson, you know aviation is my thing. Um, we, 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 we are in a situation that we've just come out of an extended period of lockdown whereby um, airplanes, have, especially uh, GA airplane, uh, general aviation airplanes, have not been flying. And, and the, the current um, uh, rise in uh, accidents are mostly caused by insufficient uh, maintenance or maintenance schedules that were not done. So the department need, also needs to take a look at that, Chairperson. And then, uh, Chairperson, I think... Um, we're not weighing enough trucks. The trucks, uh, the 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 weigh bridge uh, numbers are too low. Uh, we need to weigh more trucks. These trucks are destroying our national roads. It's costing us too much money to maintain these roads. And um, if we, um, the department can up their game, there I would be very happy. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Sorry for taking so long. Thank you, um, Honorable McDonald Lawrence. Thank you, Baba. Let me also take this opportunity to uh, accept the presentation. My first question would be underspending of millions of the uh, on the compensation of workers. I would like to know why is this malpractice uh, persistently taking place? Why can't these people underspend on the compensation on their own uh, money instead of those of the workers? The workers always are always on strike thinking that You can switch your video um, 
Honorable that you are forever in the spirit of Am I audible? Yeah, you are. Thank you, Jefferson. Then, with regard to Mangaun City, I think nothing will happen this financially. They are still at the developmental stage with regard to Basling. They have not yet started with the construction of roads. And the buses are still a white elephant where they are packed. They are not trained drivers to start uh, working with them. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Chabangu from Kwakwa. Um, Let's take uh, Honorable Sitole from Lady Smith. Chairperson is the is the understanding. If you if you check the department, they don't actually they are failing to meet their target. Because if you 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 have a target, you must actually achieve your target. Now it seems that they are understanding, but their explanation on understanding is not actually acceptable. They, they have to give us. They, they, they have to give us actually the reasons why are they understanding on on on, on, on project actually acceptable. But my concern, chairperson, is that one of the of the road gravel because there's nothing that is happening, especially when they are talking about because when 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 you travel on 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 our roads. Most of all of our roads are they have a lot of, of potholes. There's nothing that is happening on our on our on our port, on, so if I if if they can give us do they have any mechanism or system that they are using to intervene to 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 help the provinces because it seems that the provinces are, are failing. If you travel to, to fear that to Newcastle, you, you cannot uh, uh, that drive more than 10 kilometers because of all the potholes and the patient of, of the road they are just patient in in the name of patient but they are a week if they are patient that those, those roads they are just patient for a week after a week the roads are, are, are becoming so deep on, on potholes so now I, i'm trying to check if there's a lot they are understanding but there's a lot of the of of things that's supposed to happen in in our road, they are not happening. They are not doing what they supposed to do, or to help the provinces. If if they say those are the those are for provinces because the provinces are are getting grant from the national uh, department. Thank you very much, Chairperson. 
So your ringing of the phone caused me to be muted because somebody thought it was my phone ringing. Babu Keta Mabala. Honorable Pidme. Thank you, Chairperson. I always blame the provinces, but it's quite clear that the Provincial Roads Maintenance Grants is not good enough. Uh, what is the situation? Can't they increase the uh, grants to the provinces? And I'll tell you why. It's not about underspending. The money is not good enough. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Um, I think uh, Honorable McDonald had asked this question. Uh, I just to I just want to emphasize uh, that question. Why would the department transfer money to these provinces, your northwest, your free state Mangaung, if there is no progress? And there are problems there, and the minister has talked about these issues when he was at Mangaung. Yet we we don't see movement or action at the level of uh, the department. Why 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 would we continue to do that? Uh, I think we should appreciate the fact that. Uh, um, the department is pride, priding itself on the 60% they achieved in terms of filling or in of vacancies. Um, however, I want to say your target may, may have been um, lowered. Because we still have an issue with the vacancy rate in this department. And this is raised by the portfolio committee every time there is a report here. Um, what is your target going forward on this vacancy rate? We know you may not complete it. 100%, but 10, 10%, 15%, where, when are we getting there? Uh, what is your target for next year? Uh, 500 million may, we see, may seem very small in terms of uh, what you have already spent in billions, but it comes. We still have potholes. Uh, like other members are saying, and the minister has just said, you have taken a decision to try and intervene uh, because this has been set in this platform. What are the mechanisms that you as a department uh, are going to devise to ensure that we don't see potholes because uh, that's the state of affairs currently, potholes on our roads. <clears throat> Those will be my questions, the questions from uh, my 
decide. Uh, let's go back to Ndate Nwako, Makaipia, and the team to respond. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much, uh, and honorable members, to, to the question that have been raised. And we, we therefore agree that uh, the questions that have been raised are, are really issues that as uh, the department, we need to really uh, take uh, attention on those so that we are able to improve our performance and the key uh, challenges that are facing the sector. And key, Chair, is I think the issue that is coming across from honorable members on the issues around uh, Mangaung and Rustenbeck and the challenges that we are facing. The approach as the department is looking at how do we then, considering that there's already uh, infrastructure that is there, we acknowledge that there have been challenges of implementation in that regard. Uh, do we, one, leave the infrastructure as it is, or what mechanisms do we put in place uh, to ensure that uh, we deal with those issues and, 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 and ensure recovery of that infrastructure. So the department is meeting uh, consistently with the city's chair to ensure that there is a movement in that regard, to ensure that whatever uh, inefficiencies that were put there, contractors that, that were appointed that didn't uh, uh, perform, what then becomes uh, consequences in that regard, to ensure that the money of government, taxpayers' money is therefore accounted for. And as the department, we have uh, taken a posture to then say where there's been wastage, uh, Honorable Chair, there must be uh, actions and we are considering a process of uh, forensic investigation in both areas, starting uh, initially, uh, firstly with uh, Mangaung. We, working together with National Treasury, the service provider will be appointed this month to start forensic investigation on those particular issues and will follow suit in terms of Rustenbeck uh, to ensure that the assets that have been purchased and the process are not really put in place. So it's an issue that we, we really uh, take uh, to heart and I think Minister has, has reflected on that particular issue, Chair and Honourable Members. And there were comments made by uh, Honourable McDonald on the check and balances uh, on the scholar transport issue, the issue of wave bridges, and the issue of uh, 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 aviation incident. And I'll, I'll, I'll say we'll take those uh, comments to ensure that we, 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 we work with our entities and the programs that implement these particular issues on the road space to ensure scholar transport elements and the coordination with the Provincial Department of Transport to ensure compliance and on, on the aviation space, we, we, we share the concern and our entity, uh, the Civil Aviation Authority has really acted in that particular space to ensure that we are able to deal with those things. And we'll continue uh, making sure that we, 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 we deal with the issues in that, in that regard. Uh, the issue of underspending uh, in terms of our compensation of employees as the department, it is an issue that we are, concern about, as the chair has said. In the current financial year, we did have made some inroads, especially at a high level, 
in terms of those uh, vacancies that have been filled at the DDG level in the previous financial year. And there are some internal uh, promotion that has happened over the years. And it's something that we are looking at, Chair, and then honorable members, and our target uh, that we have put as the department is, is that this year, the target was really that 50 that we have put it in and want to up it and, and, and go on a recruitment drive to ensure that in the next uh, financial year, as aligned to the strategic plan, we up it uh, to, to ensure that uh, that is really uh, uh, got attention in terms of how we, we, we move forward. With regard to the issue of the portals, which, which becomes a key element uh, for the department to be able to deal with, uh, like Minister has alluded to, is that we are taking a interventionist approach as the department, where we'll be directly working with the metro, with the municipalities, because we know that's where the challenges are, and working together with the province, then how do we then use the skills set that we have at the Sunrun level as our entity that has shown and demonstrated level to provide that capacity and assistance at a provincial level. There is a, that decision has been taken of that intervention role and there is a, a plans being finalized and minister will make an announcement in that regard in very few months in terms of a few weeks to ensure that we we really dealt with that. In the matter, even at the level of our our, our management and exco, it has really uh, got attention in terms of how well. So that mechanism chair that you have alluded to will really uh, come up and, and ensure that we, we deal with that. Honorable May, in terms of the issues of, of, of maintenance uh, in, in, our, in our provinces, those are the issues that when we do our implementation and monetary mechanism of, of those grants within the financial our roads branch, we look at that and ensure how do we then use that uh, package of initiatives and grant within the broader road infrastructure uh, program and maintenance regime because we believe that is very critical in how we then ensure uh, that we, we deal with this with this with this matter we will continue to look at the uh, yeah, the, the, the underspending and i think in the presentation of uh, of where the cfo has talked to the financial there was an indication of where we've shifted some funds in terms of, of some priority and we'll keep on on dealing with those particular issues as, as as we move forward in terms of ensuring compliance and and management i'll then hand over to the cfo to zoom more into really our reasons of underspending and how we then align that and seek to uh, sort that moving forward. And then Mr. Ramanzi to then make any comments in terms of whatever that I could have uh, left uh, moving forward. Uh, thanks, Chauva, to the CFO. Uh, thank you, Acting DG and uh, Honorable Chairperson and, and uh, Honorable Deputy Minister and Honorable Minister and Honorable Members. In terms of the underspending, especially on goods and services, Chairperson and Members, we have now uh, prepared a procurement plan for this current financial year, and which is going to be based with, with timelines as to when the goods and services should be 
uh, procured and, and service providers be appointed and on board. And we, what we are also uh, doing was that some of the timelines you may find colleagues put timelines to, to appoint and advertise bids in, in January and February, which does not gonna have an impact on the year under review. So we have advised our colleagues from all the branches so that all our dates must be in line with the procurement plan and the potential of spending the funds allocated for the goods and services in the in the relevant financial year. And that will really assist to improve the spending on the on the goods and services. Thank you, Acting DG. Uh, thank you, Dr. Ramanzi. Thank you, I think you, you've covered a lot. Just to add on the issue around the vacancy rate, I think uh, the chairperson asked what is our actual target. Uh, we just need to state that within the MTSF, um, our target is to go to 10% and below. And we have identified that um, um, the issues that are impacting on the, the vacancy rate are mainly around our turnover rate as a department. At the moment, we're sitting with a turnover of, of about 7.8% um, um, of, of the establishment. I think uh, going forward, um, besides us um, uh, filling vacant positions, we need to give a tight and, and a look on the turnover rate, especially on the matters that are already known. We know uh, which officials are going to be retiring. Um, uh, that can be managed. But on the issues of, um, of promotion, of, of, of external promotions, in certain cases, um, we are also caught off that. But 10% and below is what we are targeting on, on the vacancy rate. And I think going forward, um, we've already uh, engaged um, our COO branch with the HR management to have a, pro a proactive plan to deal with the 10 over rate so that as we fill positions, we also deal with the, with the issues of, um, of, um, of, 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 of ensuring that um, the vacancy rate goes down as, as anticipated. Thank you, Acting DG. Thank you, Dr. Ramanzi Chair. Those are our uh, comments and answers to the questions that have been uh, raised by honorable members. And I therefore recognize the presence of the honorable deputy minister in the meeting and the minister and, and through you, Chair. I'll hand over back, uh, back to you. <clears throat> no, uh, thank you. Ndate um, Makai. Um, right, let's check if uh, the leadership has anything to say before we step off this item. Uh, minister, Deputy Minister. Good morning, Chair, and good morning, honorable members. I'm not sure that the minister is, 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 is still on. However, I just want maybe to respond on the issue of aviation, particularly general aviation and accidents and incidents there. Indeed, we also are concerned as the department on the increase on aviation, general aviation incidents and accidents. However, Chair, as you'll remember, we did mention during our budget vote that we have actually seen a quite a lot of decrease on the number of uh, and the rate of uh, fatal 
accidents in general aviation. So whilst the, the numbers are increasing, however, those are becoming lesser and lesser fatal in their nature. We mentioned that also, Chairperson, that these are small aircrafts that probably are used for agriculture, used for um, law and all that. So it, it, it's in that sector where we are seeing these accidents and incidents. And we have taken measures together with SACA to ensure that the, the, the strategy is being implemented to the latter. That is that is one point that I wanted to 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 to, to talk to Chairperson, but also uh, maybe to emphasize the point that in the commercial aviation we are we still don't have any accidents, no serious incidents, whether it is in terms of our air traffic uh, space or our 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 infrastructure. We're not seeing a lot of those, and we're taking very closer look into that area. And lastly, Chair, on the issue of, of vacancies, we, we do share the concern with the Portfolio Committee, Chairperson, particularly because the public service regulations are very clear that each department should have a maximum of, of, of 10% a vacancy rate. In, in the understanding that at any given time in departments, there will be people that will retire, people that will resign, and probably even people that will die, uh, and, and, and therefore there will be some vacancies. However, the public service says that vacancy rate in any of the public departments should not be above 10%. And we're working towards achieving that percent in a department that has a lot of uh, uh, movement of staff resigning, going to state-owned companies that report to us, and, and others taking positions even internationally and being poached uh, from the department. However, we are working towards that. And I think if you look up, if you look at the, 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 the time at, at which any post become vacant, we try by all means that we meet again the public service regulations because they too are very clear to say a vacancy should not take longer than a year uh, uh, being vacant or a vacancy, yes. So I think all those issues, we are taking them into account that we look at those positions, we ensure that we ensure that they are filled well on time as stipulated by the public service regulations, but also that the vacancy rate is at the level as stipulated in the public service regulations. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you, uh, Honorable Deputy Minister. Uh, thank you. As we close this item, thank you very much. Um, so let me just check. Um, we need to adopt the report, if I'm not mistaken. Can we do that? Can we accept the report, uh, adopt the report, honorable members? Uh, honorable McDonald? I propose the adoption of the fourth quarter expenditure report to the department, Chairperson. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Any seconder to that? I second, uh, honorable Chairperson.
Rolebo Angamanda nda as usual thank you very much thank you um let's then deal with the last item uh, the last item will be the tabling of uh, our program and uh, the minutes can we start with the program first uh, um valerie um, yes, Chairperson, a draft program um, was circulated to members. Um, as I've indicated in the email, the National Assembly has not yet um, given us a program for the third term. That will probably only be available from Thursday. So, the pro so we are using the parliamentary uh, program framework to draft the program which will run from 16 August to 23rd of September. Check that. The third term only allows for six weeks of parliamentary work, which translates to six meetings for the committee. We've looked at the APP again, Chair, while drafting the program um, as the team, and we noted, Chair, that the committee planned several um, activities for the term over that six weeks. Oversight to Eastern Cape and Limpopo, a study to, and a study to a chair that is separate from all the other business like the quarterly expenditure, et cetera. Chair, so, and there was also a third matter that, um, that was raised in the discussion in the last meeting on the program, which was, on having provincial hearings on the railway safety bill. That matter was not just concluded. So Chair, those are the issues that we bring to the committee for, for consideration because the next bill up after the other three has been finalized is the railway safety bill. So we need to know the committee's decision whether it will be provincial hearings or the or the, the the virtual hearings like we had, we need to know, Chair, what is the, the decision on whether the committee will be conducting a study tour, and whether the committee will utilize Chair the committee week, which runs from 16 to 19 August, um, for oversight, and whether it will be to Eastern Cape and Limpopo for that whole week, both both provinces. Or just one province, Chair, those are the issues. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Um, Ms. Valerie Carrells, I know members uh, will want to say something here. Let me allow them to say their say. Honorable McDonald. Um. Thank you, Chairperson. As, as I lower my hand, um, thank you to Ms. Carlos for the uh, presentation. Chairperson, I'm in agreement uh, partially. Um, I think um, on the oversight week on 16 to 19 August, I think um, let's concentrate on the Eastern Cape. We've not been to the Eastern Cape. I think there's a lot of issues there. And I think we can, uh, it can be time well spent. But um, uh, if 
possible to fit Mpumalanga or Limpopo or wherever in as well. It, it doesn't matter. I, it will be good for us, but Eastern Cape definitely, Chairperson. On the fact, on the matter of the study tour, I think it's important, Chairperson, this committee has not done a study tour. And um, uh, on the other issues, um, I'm in agreement with Ms. Carlos. Uh, I think um, we, we can work with that. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you very much. That was the uh, only um, hand. I think we should agree as we adopt this report as a week's weeks. We may not be able to then see uh, those people from time to time who may want to come and uh, address the committee at least for next term. I don't think we may be able to engage with uh, such uh, engagements. We had a number of people who wanted to come and see us, but see the program as it is. Um, I think we need to be realistic. We also need to be realistic in terms of thinking that we'll be able to go and do physical <clears throat> um, visit to the province in terms of what what was what was the uh, name of the bill again, uh, Valerie? Hey, are you referring to the oversight? No, I'm not referring to the oversight. Oh, okay. Then for that. the for the for the bill, it is the railway safety bill, chair. I think let's let's. I would I would suggest that let's deal with oversight as an oversight, like uh, Honourable McDonald has said. It's important, uh, but do in fact we we should go towards a position where we say which are the bills that we can be able to finish properly and begin to focus on those bills, uh, finish them so that we don't leave anything hanging. Those bills that we think because of time we may not be able to finish, I think we should be able to identify them so that we don't we don't push and they then lapse because uh, the process was not completed. Um, if uh, members agree with that, um, let me see a hand that says, let's take this program as a working document. I see the hand of Honorable McDonald. Person, I propose that we, we accept um... Uh, this document is a as a working and living document, and um, and we can amend it uh, yeah, going forward. And uh, thank you, Jefferson, for your input. It was quite helpful, and um, I agree with you. Um, we must uh, now start thinking on the bo the balls that we can finish, and then um, if there is space for the roads uh, for the rail safety ball, let's go to the provinces and let's meet with the people, Jefferson. Uh, thank you. Okay. Um, 
Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Mine is just to indicate that we must be able to balance between the bills, oversight, and public hearing. I'm saying this because when what is in the papers, it's not what we get when we go to the ground. So it is important. We can finish the bills, but what is important is service delivery. So I think we need to balance that. Thank you. Okay. Uh, what would you suggest? Because we we are talking at the level where we are saying we have six weeks. And what is possible in that six weeks? We are saying, one, let's go and do oversight. And mainly the oversight that we had agreed on Eastern Cape has not been touched. And Honorable McDonald has indicated that let's prioritize Eastern Cape. Um, so we are going on oversight on the Eastern Cape. On the issues of bills of Honorable Ramato, we're saying, let's begin to identify those bills who can be able to practically conclude uh, so that we don't leave anything hanging. We are first going towards the end of our term, so we should be able to work cleverly and, and ensure that what we started, we finish, put our energy there. And uh, I think uh, that is it. Um, Can we get a second for Honorable McDonald with what uh, a hand that seconds? Or a hand that rejects this program as a working document? Sorry, Chairperson, you broke up there for me. Uh, if you can repeat what you just said, Chairperson, apologies. No, I wanted somebody who who was going to second you. Um, I've not uh, yet uh, clearly that uh, Honorable Ramato was seconding or not. I just want to second that to your proposal. That let's take this as a working document. Chairperson, uh, it's Honorable Ramato. I wanted to second with what I have amended, what I have indicated, okay. Okay. and to second that, and also to indicate that we must be physically when doing public hearing now. It must not be because we are disadvantaging or discriminating those who can't, who don't have the, 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 the things to use, uh, who don't know about Zoom, who cannot use Zoom. So... We must be physical. Thank you. When we do what public hearings? Yes. I think we don't. We we are not differing. Uh, um, um, Honorable Ramadwa, we will be guided with the bills that are left. I know there's a bill that we need to there was an indication that we must try and go to the people, provinces. 
will have to look at that bill and say, how far can it take us in that process? I think the issues of bills, we will, in the near future, maybe next week, just deal with those bills that we can finish. Then we can then entertain the issue you are raising at that level. Uh, uh, Honorable Ramadwa. I, I raise my hand to second uh, Honorable McDonald. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you very much. Um, the minutes, can we deal with the minutes? The, the minutes, set of minutes is the item that is left. Um, the minutes of the 31st. Um, I've gone through the minutes. I've not seen anything that needs to be corrected. But if members have any correction to do, let me open the floor. Otherwise, any mover for adoption of the minutes? Honorable McDonald. Uh, Chairperson, um, I've also read the minutes. There's nothing um, uh, untowards uh, and incorrect in it. And um, I move for the adoption of the minutes, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you very much. Any seconder? Umama Ufigile. Kumalo Upi, are you still in the meeting? Ndum. Chairperson, I second Honorable McDonald. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Bora Madwa. Uh, you two have earned your salary today for today's meeting. With that, thank you very much once more. Thanks to the department, DM, and the officials, our own officials as the portfolio committee, our honorable members of this portfolio committee. This brings us to the end of the meeting. Um, you can now sing that song that says, uh, Thank you very much. Long live, long live the chair. Thank you, long Chairperson. Live. Indeed. Long live, Mangete. Long live. Thank you very much. Kabari chirere, mutulachi duro. Kabari chirere. Kabari chirere. Thank you very much, Honorable Manu and everybody. Thank you.